Hello, everybody, and welcome again to the Grafted Marriage Podcast. I am Chris, and with me, as always, is my beautiful bride, Courtney. And today, we are going to be talking about love. love. Right. And I think we're just going to just kind of keep it contained to trying to answer the very simple question of what is love? Yes. So I think we can probably get this wrapped up real fast. If, yeah. if you want to just yeah, go ahead and sure. give the definition of love, uh, then we'll just close this whole thing out. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I don't think we can do that. Well, what's the, it? Come just on. Seems, got... It seems much more massive and very important than that. Okay. But before we hit record, we were talking. Yeah. And you did have a definition of love. What was that definition of love? I was saying that it takes the two words that come to mind that I think of are sacrifice and commitment. Right. Sacrifice. Biblical love. Right. Full, whole, agape. God is love type of love. Okay. Yes. Well, I think you're probably right. So then that's it. We're done. No. No. No, the story unfolds. Right. Because... Do most people go into marriage with that idea of love? No, I think that, um, what was that movie? The, uh, it's Rob Reiner, right? And he says, love is lust, you know? The story of us. Yeah, they're equating love and lust as being the same thing in our American culture. And lust is a psychological forced craving that has to be, indulged in one of three areas of sex, power, and money. I mean, that doesn't really sound <laughs> sweet and butterflies, does wow, it? Wow, that's what love is for most people no, that, starting yeah, their relationships. Yeah, exactly, right. It's sex, power, and, and money. money. But maybe one of the things, not all three, maybe sometimes it's all three. But that's what we begin with, is that endorphin high. And when Keen talked about it, right, and there's... Keen is a band, an alternative band. rock band. Not saying they're great or perfect or anything, but this particular part of one of these songs what does he say he says uh um oh my gosh when we fall in love we're really only falling in love with, with ourselves. ourselves yep right and that's true you're falling in love with the feeling you get when the you're with that, that you person feel. yes right you're not actually in and out of love i mean the idea of i love you i'm in love with you and now i'm out of love with you i don't love you anymore we just fell out of love what you really love is what they're you not feel. real right you love that yeah. feeling going on inside of yeah. yourself of wow like hey when you go over there and you get that first little smoochy smooch you're like <laughs> oh yeah i did that i was able to do that look at me Wow, right, I and look how good. I feel when this person looks at me that way and I'm sure. looking at them this way and, oh, we have an attraction. Mm-hmm. And lust and addiction are actually, I mean, they're not synonymous, but I kind of feel like they're somewhat interchangeable. Lust is like an addictive state. Addict, addiction to whatever it is. Like whatever. A, it depends yeah, on if you have runaway lust, I guess. I guess is lust in, in and of itself just runaway? Is it like... I mean, I don't know. I think you can have in that initial lustful desire for something and then not go for it right because it's just a flesh response right but if we're saying that what most people equate is uh in their relationship is that love is lust and lust is not a good thing i think right yeah right right? and (laughs) i mean i think so right right but it's part of what draws people together right it's part of what god put in us 
uh, and it and and I guess it's an overextension of probably something that's good. That's the what attraction, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, that attraction piece. Yeah, I mean, I think but that then it initial attraction. Away. It can get carried away, and you have to be really careful because it can blind you going into the relationship. Um, it can blind you from what's really important in terms of what's going to keep your relationship going long term and what does love really mean. And when circumstances conspire as they do, are you going to be able to stick stick through it, right? Because you're not going to be able to stick through it with just lust. Right. right. I mean, I don't know what would happen to a person that's just, you know what I mean? Like it's constant and then des- it's desire. I think you lose some of that too. You lose <clears throat> a, uh, that beginning Part of the thing that I think that goes on too early on in a relationship is you got that endorphin rush, right? That's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. Which isn't really. I mean, lust is like pretty extreme, a pretty extreme form of the the butterflies, right? The butterflies are sweet, and oh, we well, that's what I was thinking. Maybe I mean, of course, you have that initial attraction, which is good, like you're saying, right? But then, are you thinking in your mind, what am I after? Um, what does love mean? Are you thinking about those things as you're approaching it? Or are you thinking, I just want to fill something within myself that I want. Now that turns towards lust, right? I mean, like mm-hmm. you're, once th- that initial thing happens, whatever you do with it, I think becomes a problem or is good, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you do, um, I guess, as a couple or in a, in a relationship where uh, maybe the focus isn't where it should be? And you and you need to move from these uh, this improper view of love to a more proper view of love. Yeah, I mean, I think you search the scriptures and you pray together, and you know, you walk through that because ev- all of these things aren't, you know, it doesn't have to be this massive tragedy right now. Like if you recognize it, right, it can turn around. It doesn't have to stay that way, and that's the beauty of like our faith, right? Once we realize we're doing something wrong, we can ask for forgiveness and then God can use it, bring it back for good. He can redeem that. And so if you are in a situation where you're dating, you know, you're not married yet and you're, you're in that kind of rush where, Oh, this is great. And well, what are some things practically in the dating cycle? So I can give a real practical one right away and it's pretty biblical, which is probably shouldn't be sleeping together if that's the thing. Yeah, for sure. Because yeah, now you're stop only doing that. Yeah, you're right? only because then you're definitely fueling that the lust. lust piece yeah. of it. Yeah. So hey, take a break. If you're gonna, you know, if you're uh, gonna head toward marriage and be together long term, you know, what's take, a few months yeah, or whatever. Take a break. Right. right. Then you'll have the rest of your life. Go yeah, because then you can think straight. Sure. About yeah, the right. Exactly about the person, because you may realize in that it's in true. that break that hey, maybe the wrong things were keeping you tied to that person yeah that's mm-hmm. true that's yeah true. so that's a good first step it is for the dating folk it is yeah and then getting to know each other past what we want them to be or what our expectation like all of those pieces having that discussion that communication early on and like talking about what do i expect from you what do i expect from myself instead of waiting once you're married and looking back and going oh what was i expecting yeah. you know and what's important and why why are we here yeah why are we doing this in the first place why are place? we in this relationship that's a good question. Why Why even get married? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope everybody's asking that well before they get married. <laughs> right. Because afterward, if they don't ask it before, they may be asking it afterward. They may. And again, <laughs> that can be redeemed too. Absolutely. Like you can change your heart and understanding of it. Absolutely. Um, why get married though? I mean, like that's, I guess we should save that for another day. Yes. That's a whole other topic. 
a whole other thing mm-hmm. for the net for another episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, what about a couple that's married, and now they've realized because some of that lust has worn off, the butterflies are gone, they're settling into life, and then realizing that um, they have a whole lot of each other going forward, and <laughs> maybe the you know maybe the annoying traits are starting to pop up a little bit more, starting to grate a little bit more, right? Yeah. Then I that, that commitment starts to come in, then the right? Com- right. And the are you you have to be loyal to your word. I mean, nowadays we just say whatever, right? And we don't think about our words as much and we're not as intentional. Um, but you gave your word when you walked on the altar and you said, the husband said, you know, he'd protect and cherish his wife and, you know, and... And she said the same, like she would cherish her husband and be there till they die. Right. So the idea of we're a few months in now, oh, this isn't as fun as I thought it would be. What are you going to do with that? Like, do you allow divorce to be an option in your marriage? If you have, you shouldn't. Right. Because the commitment is really important. And the sacrifice of self. See, the lust built up all this self into the relationship. It was not two people coming together to be one. It was two people coming together to, to stay two and both be fulfilled by each other. Mm-hmm. So now we've got problems with codependency and all that kind of stuff. And then the other person's not fulfilling it. And so now we're pulling Expectations away. Expectations were all wrong. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but you gave your word. So commit, commit to the cause and figure it out. There's so much out there. There's so much material to help with, you know, troubles in marriage and finding um, people within the church that you can trust and go to and that'll point you in the right direction, obviously, is really, really important. And don't hide it. If you really have a problem, For sure, communicate, do not hide start it. Start talking about it. With each other first. Absolutely. Well, yes, You, you know, sure. because sometimes that hasn't happened. They, people start yeah. to stuff it. Yeah. And uh, talk to each other a lot and listen to each other. Gosh, you should... You should want to listen as badly as you would want to be listened to, right? Absolutely. And really hear it and be willing to change it. Be open and vulnerable. All of these really easy things to do because our flesh is just right there trying to tell us not to. And I mean, I get that totally. Our flesh is constantly in pursuit of its own way, of all its own lusts of, you know, things around us. But shutting it down quickly... And communicating effectively through that is going to help put it back on the right pl- on the right path. That's right. All right. Well, not to be too flippant about it, but I think that we have boiled down love uh, into a, uh, a a a sacrificial statement of commitment and loyalty, um, regardless of circumstance. That's what true love boils down to. And uh, as we said, unfortunately. A lot of marriages, a lot of relationships haven't been built upon the foundation of true love, which we know is Jesus. Um, but for uh, for folks that are truly committed to going the long haul, uh, it is about building on a foundation of constantly giving of yourself, giving of the things that you may want so that the other people in your life, your wife, uh, ultimately longer term, your children, and then your legacy are all sort of fulfilled before your flesh is. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's everything else besides your, you just mentioned everything else besides yourself. Right. That's sacrifice. I mean, like, yeah. look what Christ did for us. Yeah. Can we give away sin? Because we're asking, just asking ourselves to give away our sin. 
and be more whole and be more fruitful and be more loving. Really, at the end of the day, right? I mean, isn't that what we're saying? By denying the flesh, it's just giving up sin. Like, you know? Yep, absolutely. Not to say, again, like you said, flip it, it's not easy by any stretch, but we know we want to at least say it's better to do what, what God has called us to do. And that's a good place to start. For sure. All right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to this episode of Grafted Marriage. Until next time, keep chasing truth. <laughs>